Relationships are one of the most important things in our lives that can affect each and every day. It's important that we take the time to build these relationships. In this episode, I share a few tips on how to better build relationships with those you love. Welcome to the On My Mind podcast. I know that what is on our minds can impact those around us and ourselves for good or for bad. Join me, Remy Keen, as I share tips on how to have a better day by changing what is on our minds. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, it's your host, Remy Keen. I'm excited to be with you. Thank you for joining me and taking time out of your day to have a better day. Today we are talking about seven habits to build better relationships. It is so important to have great relationships in our in our lives. Our everyday life is built around relationships. If we don't have good relationships with the people around us, we probably aren't going to have a uh, very fun day <laughs> or life uh, for that matter. So uh, I felt it was very important to touch on these today. First of all, ask the right questions. The best way to let people know uh, that you hear them uh, is to ask questions. Ask questions uh, so we can understand what they are saying and where they are coming from. To do this, we dig deeper and ask questions. We repeat back to them in our own words to make sure we understand and can make sense of what they're saying to us. One possible way of making this happen is, what I heard you say was this, and then say what you heard them say. When others sense that we are making a sincere attempt to understand what they're saying, they tend to open up more and share more with us. This deepens our relationship and places us in the category of people they want to seek out to talk to. And to have better relationships, you are going to want to be someone who people go and want to talk to. If they don't enjoy conversation with you, if they don't feel like they can trust you, they aren't going to find you and want to speak with you. However, if you do make them feel trusted, listened to, and just show them that you can be a good listener a good friend, and there for them, then it's going to be awesome. So asking the right questions is very important. In addition to asking the right questions, you also, number two, must become a great listener. If you're not a good listener, everyone will not want to talk with you because you're just waiting for your turn to talk. Instead, everyone has the basic desire to be heard and understood. So we should listen. Unfortunately, few of us are taught how to be great listeners. Most people are too busy thinking of what they want to say in reply to really listen to what others have to say. When you notice yourself doing this, take a breath, correct the pattern by listening well. That's it. We naturally bond with people who really listen to us, hear us, and we want to spend more time with that person. So, the next time you watch an interviewer uh, interview someone, watch how they respond. You can tell if they're a great interviewer or not by 
if they ask them something that really has to do with what they just ended with, or maybe the person went on for like five minutes talking about different things in, in the topic, in the question they were asked, but the interviewer goes back to something he maybe thought of like 30 seconds into the question, and it doesn't really even apply. We should always act like an interviewer when we're asking our friends questions, when we're listening. And being an active listener means that we are listening and using what they say to respond, and especially towards the end of what they're saying. Now, if you legitimately have a question about something they, they said, you can say to clarify, to clarify that and make sure I understand what you're saying and then repeat it back to them. Use that first tactic to then be an active and avid listener. Number three, pay attention to the whole person. We tend to remember and appreciate the people who ask us if everything's okay. Even when we haven't told them anything is wrong, this tells us they are paying attention to us. When someone is speaking, uh, focus not only on the tone of their words, but also on their facial expression and their body language. Notice when someone's words don't match their facial expression. How are you doing today? I'm great. Are you really great? Because it doesn't sound like you are. Asking that question or like even noticing if they're kind of slumped over or, you know, just don't seem to be feeling well. Notice someone's words don't match their uh, facial expression because they are really feeling something different. This will open a door to having a deeper and more meaningful conversation with that person, developing trust and a stronger connection between you because you understood and paid attention to what they need. Be consistent and manage your emotions. People whose mood swings from hot to cold, or from cold to hot, <laughs> uh, have a difficult time creating meaningful conversations. Regardless of how we are feeling, we need to be able to temporarily put those feelings aside and fully listen and engage with the person that we are talking to. Especially if they're important to us, we need to learn to do this. If we are going through a period where we are experiencing a strong emotion that keeps us from fully being present with the person, we are better off to let the individual know what is going on with us rather than pretending to listen. They will appreciate your honesty and openness of admitting something is wrong that you're dealing with. Uh, I'm not going to lie, I struggle with this a little bit. Sometimes... I get distracted when I'm talking with my wife or I, and, and sometimes it's just my brain like goes to another thing and I, and I lose focus. And sometimes it's just because I'm not feeling up to par that day that I'm not being a very good listener. It can be a whole bunch of different things. It just depends on how I'm feeling that day. But sometimes I'm a great listener and I really am interested and want to know and I make an effort to apply these things, but I understand it's really hard. So don't get me wrong when I talk about this, that I'm not going through it with you, because I totally am. I am reading this and going through this idea with you because I experienced this in my life. I totally go through this, and it's something I need to work on myself. So uh, next Remember things that are important to other people. There is no more beautiful sound 
to our ears than the sound of our own name. Remembering people's names is the first step of a relationship building. So calling them especially by the name they want to be called by is important. If, say, when my friend Ryan at work, whenever he first introduced me to him, like whenever we were first introduced, he introduced himself as Ryan, but you can call me Viner or McLovin. And I was like, uh, McLovin? And he had to explain that he looks like a guy from a show. However, I'm like, okay, I'll call you Viner because, I mean, that's his last name, but that's what he goes by. And he's like, he, uh, he's like, I prefer you call me that. Sometimes I call him Ryan. Sometimes I call him Viner. He's like, it's whatever. But I mean, call him those things because he asked me to, I call him the thing, the name he prefers. Another person I could think of is my boss. He prefers to be called Wade, uh, when his real name is Christopher. So, I mean, he goes by a nickname. Uh, there's someone that calls him by his first name, even though he tells people to call him by his nickname. So, I mean, it's just something to think about. Remembering their name and using it builds your relationship with them. And remembering other aspects of their lives are also important. They will tell us what is important in their lives, and all we need to do is listen and pay attention. When they are speaking about a family member, an event, or a hobby, faces light up, remember that, because it's something that brings them joy. If their faces are showing you that they really care about this topic or situation or person, then we should commit it to our memory that they enjoy this person, and we can bring that up the next time we talk to them. We don't have to remember everything about them. Just focus on the names and the important pieces of information they give you. Some people known for building relationships keep a small portfolio of important information on significant people in their lives. So they will have a handwritten record to refer to in order to keep the facts accurate. This makes me think of The Office. Whenever uh, Dwight takes Michael's note cards about the people and uses them, uh, <laughs> basically the highlighting uh, is, is all set up in a strange way. So Dwight thinks it's okay to talk about certain topics. <laughs> uh, however, it of course backfires because uh, Michael says green means go ahead and don't talk about that. Um, so basically the things um, that he's highlighted means uh, keep that to yourself. You know it, but just don't even touch the topic. So it's, it's really funny. Um, but I mean, even Michael Scott uses that way of remembering his clients and what to talk to them about in their lives. So it's, it's a cool opportunity to be able to use that tactic in your relationships. Be open and share when the time is right. We all know people who tell us their whole life story in the first five minutes of meeting us, totally oblivious to the fact that we likely have absolutely no interest in hearing about it at that moment in time. And to build strong relationships, we need to be able to pace ourselves and share when it's the appropriate time at a level that is consistent with the depth of our relationship. Don't tell me all this junk about you when we first meet. Good relationship builders show they are sharing their feelings with others and mirroring emotions. 
of the person speaking, sharing excitement, joy, sorrow, frustration, anything, anything we're feeling. But when we share it with each other, it helps us to connect with each other. If we share in the person's disappointment, if we share in what they are experiencing, then we can build off of that. We can uh, grow deeper in our relationships with those people. When possible, share a situation from your own experience to show that you can relate. Uh, don't ever say it's exactly the same, though, because everyone experiences things differently. We should totally listen to how the other person feels. But we can say, yeah, man, there was a time I kind of felt the same way. And this is, you know, what I experienced. Uh, never so it overshadows or competes with their experience. You need to be sensitive to their feelings and show empathy. Show, hey, I would hate to be in your situation, but I can think of a time where I might have felt close to what you're feeling. Man, it, it was awful. And, and then relate to them. Or, hey, man, that's awesome that you got that promotion or that new vehicle or, you know, whatever. Uh, experience their joy and their excitement at the same time that they're experiencing it. Also, this challenges us to not be uh, greedy or uh, have envy in our lives because uh, it's so easy when someone gets a new vehicle, especially, uh, or a new anything new, uh, for you to feel like, well, why didn't I get that? Or, well, what about, what about me? When am I going to get something good? Well, you get good things, I promise. If you can think back, you probably got something good. Think about the way others responded to you and what you liked about it. I remember when I got a new car, I took people to show them what that I got a new car. And it was actually my wife's new car. I wanted to show people my new car so they could celebrate with me. One of my friends was like, oh, that's really cool. Uh, how much is it? And, you know they were kind of just down on it and asking me more about, are you sure you can afford it versus celebrating with me? Another person though, celebrated with me. They were like, man, that's awesome, man. You got a good deal too. Wow. You know, of course I was telling them all about it and they shared in my excitement. I totally remember that person. And that's the person I want to show my new things to. Again, I celebrate with them in turn. I celebrate as well with them when they got something new. They recently also got a new vehicle and we celebrated together. I was like, man, that's so cool. Look at that new stuff. And, you know, I mean, it was awesome to basically share in the success and the joy that they can have in their new thing. Finally, be genuine, confident, humble, trustworthy, positive, and fun. People who are great at relationships feel good about who they are and always look for the positive in their world. They genuinely want the best for all the people that they interact with and they want them to succeed. The energy of people who are comfortable in their own skin, upbeat and positive, creates an atmosphere where we feel good, want to be around them and want to spend time with them. They don't gossip about others. They keep what we tell them in confidence a secret. Being self-confident, they don't feel the need to draw attention to themselves, and they always have time 
for the significant others in their lives. Whether that's a spouse, whether that's a good friend, whoever that is, if they're a significant person in their lives, they always have time to spend with that person. They are lifelong learners who are always open to look for opportunities for self-improvement. They're never the person that thinks they're perfect. They're never the person that wants what you have. They're the person that wants you to succeed as much as they want themselves to succeed. They're driven and they look forward to the future and they hunt the good. That's absolutely what I want for all of you. I want you to embody this person that's great at relationships. So if we can even apply just a few of these characteristics to our lives, then we can look a lot better and more attractive to the people who we come in contact with. We, if we build better relationships and get to know the people that we encounter each day, we're going to have a lot better life knowing that we have awesome relationships. I hope this helps you. I hope it encourages you to reach out to the people that you love already and build better relationships with them. Thanks for listening to the On My Mind podcast. Be sure to visit theonmymindpodcast.com to connect with us and check out our Facebook group to join the conversation. If you love the On My Mind podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. Until next time, have a wonderful and blessed day. The On My Mind podcast is listener supported. If you would like to help, please visit theonmymindpodcast.com. Click on support or Patreon to support us monthly. Or you can buy a resource or something from the store to support us one time. We appreciate your support in any way that you can contribute. Thank you.